0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance?
1: Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan.
0: I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in.
1: What's up everybody? Welcome to Oops the Podcast. I am Julio Gallerati. It's my first intro of 2021, baby. Joined by Francis ellis
0: it here we is. are. Yeah, that's it's my right. first
1: intro. Don't fuck with me, Chris. This early in the game, France. I'm here with Francis ellis
0: Hey everybody, great to see you. What's up, bro? Oops, podcast. I love it. How are you, <laughs> Julio? All
1: right, so we're fucking high for this episode. We're like, we've never done this, dude. Yeah, we've I never can, done it. I mean, there's something about doing it that's like kind of it can be like played out. People are like, oh, we get high, but like we've never even alluded to the fact that we might do this. Yeah, It's the last day in your, in your old apartment. Yep. And uh, fuck just, it, dude. We
0: just clam baked the podcast studio. That's what we <laughs> called it in Maine. Clam baking. Clam baking. Some I, people I, say I hot boxing. We localized it and called it clam baking. I like that. Isn't that great? That is good. I wish there were... <laughs> oh, I am
1: I'm so stupid I didn't get it. Sorry. I just got it.
0: Do you see what I'm saying? I'm talking about when you smoke in a room or a car and you just <laughs> sort of marinate in the secondhand smoke of it. Yeah. And It gets like, so thick that you can't even see your hand. Bro, that's funny. That's that, most people call that hot boxing. Have yeah, you not heard that I, term? I've
1: I've heard clam baking, but clam baking is extra significant since like you guys have like shellfish off the coast. Yes, yes, that's right. That's
0: there's a very good seafood in it's Maine. It's a good.
1: Bro, that's funny. That reminds me of like chef's table.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. This is what I was going to say. <laughs> Don't you love it when a, it, it, and No, maybe it's
1: like regional. It's like, yeah, we, we did it regionally because... Yes, yes, but hold on. Listen, listen. Squid Ink Oyster. <laughs> it looks so good, dude. All
0: right, all right, but hold on. <laughs> all right, listen, listen. This is my thought. Are there other examples where there was like a universal term for something? Like, and then a, a place localized that thing with their own term doesn't it usually work the other way around i i I can give you an example right i know that there's a state where just one state where when it is sunny out but it starts raining they have a specific term for that a sun shower no that's where everyone else calls it that and what do they this state calls it like god smiling while god's pissing
1: Dude, oh I'm telling uh, you, that's crazy.
0: I'm gonna look it up. But dude, they
1: had that. They had a. Look, they had up. that in the New York Times. They did a quiz where they're. It's like, where are you from? Yes, I think that's fun. exactly
0: where I read that.
1: Yeah, it's like you answer thirty questions, and it basically like deduces based on what you call certain things, like where you're from. Yes, was, I remember sick, that. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun, dude. That was fun. I'm glad a, we brought that up. You. Yeah, me too, man. Good.
0: But All right. Well, up. I got. I got a thought for you.
1: Okay, dude. Okay, go for
0: it. Can I ask you this? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um. Have you noticed, is this true of women you know, that they often in a cozy living room setting will opt to sit on the floor, like on a, especially if there's a carpet or a comfortable rug to watch TV.
1: And they just have such open hips, dude, that they just, they immediately can sit on
0: the floor flat. Why do they sit on the floor? I
1: think that's why. Because it's so easy for them to fold their bodies into that position. Are
0: they stretching down there?
1: Sometimes they'll like lean one way or the other, but I don't think the intention was to go down to stretch. Okay. Like the, you think that they're down there for a purpose? I
0: don't know what it is. Sometimes my girlfriend will sit on the floor when food comes, and it's yes. and it's almost as if she wants the food closer to her face. <laughs> and I don't like. Does she need to be that close in order to get it to her mouth? What's that about? <laughs> That's very
1: funny, dude. So she's just staring the food right it's, in the it's eye. It's eye like, level. It's eye like level. when a
0: dog knows it can't eat something, right. but it stares at it anyway. Right. Yes. I guess I shouldn't compare it to a dog. That's always gonna go the wrong way.
1: Oh well.
0: Oh well. Whatever. But that's funny, though, isn't it? Yes, Girls it is. sit on the floor. I what don't. I couldn't. When I sit on the floor, I feel like I'm being punished.
1: Um. Yeah, I hate it. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I can't do it. Yeah my hips don't do it like i'm i'm like in my hip flexors like killing it's like tension there's like effort to stay up and they just easily plop down
0: yeah they seem that seems as if it was meant for them it's yeah women love sitting on the floor they just do it
1: they do it in a good it's pretty impressive
0: dude yeah
1: dude i was thinking this so i was watching like a bunch when i go home for the holidays i watch a bunch of tv with my family and like we kind of like take turns suggesting things and it's it's fun like I feel less pressure to select something good. I'm like, time is less important. These next couple of days, we're just chilling. Sure, I'll watch that thing. I normally wouldn't watch. Mm-hmm. you know? But I was watching that, that show, Seven Worlds, One Planet. Have you ever seen that? No. It's like the most up-to-date David Attenborough narrated thing. Oh, cool. Uh, and there's an Antarctic episode. And dude, I had such an emotional investment in this.
0: <laughs> Why? Because of the uh, melting... Cap, no, ice no caps no caps no anything. so
1: what they do dude it's like the best filmmaking i've ever seen like every time they show a new animal they'll show you like one specific story unfold which is so sick hmm. so like you immediately see like one animal's quest to do something and so in this particular one the albatross reaches a point where both the mom and the dad are gone looking for food because the baby needs to eat more often Mm -hmm. and what happens sometimes the winds are getting so so gusty and 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 harsh lately that sometimes the baby will fall out of the nest oh god and when listen to this dude this is so crazy when the albatross comes back it (laughs) can't dude it can't recognize the baby because the only way it recognizes it is if it's in the nest it doesn't recognize it by looking at it it doesn't recognize it by smelling it it only recognizes it because it's sitting on the nest so this baby's on the floor freezing and the parent is just staring down at it being like what's that? What? <laughs> so dude then it shows the
0: <laughs> it shows it's crazy. Then it shows <laughs> what what is that? <laughs> dude the baby is that a pillow? <laughs> dude it's What yeah. color are albatrosses? <laughs>
1: They're white, that works. <laughs> Is that a pillow? What <laughs> is that fucking thing? Who threw a pillow down there? <laughs> what the fuck is that thing? It's just their baby dying. Is
0: anybody missing a pillow? <laughs> <laughs> it's over here. <laughs> I was dude, like, no, we like, don't have fucking pillows. We're,
1: <laughs> we're birds. <laughs> so, dude, the bird is looking up, and the bird then is like, I need to try to get back in the nest. And it shows the bird attempting to get back in the night. It's just struggling. Like it might not make it. It looks like it's going to fall. And then like, I'm just sitting there being like, you can do this. <laughs> I'm like, you, sorry. But like, I'm like, I'm so invested in it. And then the bird gets back in the nest and the parent immediately resumes the connection with the bird. And it's like the most incredible moment that I've had. And it made wow. me be like, I can't watch scripted shit anymore because of these real stories that are captured. wow that's
0: a big uh commitment to make as a reaction to that (laughs) i know but dude (laughs) you're saying this bird scene affected you so much (laughs) that you will never watch the sopranos or breaking bad again.
1: (laughs) no okay but i know i'm not i'm not stating that i'm doing that but that was like the thought that i have i'm like why am i watching made up stuff
0: I know, but that, to me that's a hysterical like <laughs> a, thought
1: to have. That was the thought I had. Yeah. I was like, this was such compelling storytelling mm. that I need to like watch, I need to consume content like this from now on. Dude, I don't know, but it was crazy. But then it made me upset because like there are these moments where these like these skyscraper tall icebergs are like falling into the ocean. Yeah. And like you know there's someone out there watching it, like not paying attention to me, like, this is boring. Like these guys had to like take a barge to Antarctica for four weeks and freeze their ass off and like get seasick and like to capture that moment so somebody can watch it and not pay attention.
0: Does that make you mad? Yeah, it hurts me. Does it really? Yeah, I'm
1: like that's fucked up. Like, so
0: then you are you are empathetic <laughs> to the efforts of the filmmakers.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm like this is sick. How is nobody that psyched about this? Why aren't people only talking about this,
0: dude? I feel like I've seen, I've seen. Do you remember when Charlie Murphy, I think it was, it was an interview he did for Chappelle's show, where he said uh, that he used to be Eddie Murphy, his brother's security guard, and they would go on tour together. And this is when Eddie Murphy was doing Delirious and, you know, selling out Madison Square Garden. And it was basically like the biggest comedy act there had ever been yeah, in the right. history of comedy. Right at that point and uh he at charlie murphy was his security guard and he said that like he would go into the crowd and if if he saw people who weren't laughing that hard he would get mad at them and get in their face and be like yo why aren't you laughing at my brother that's the funniest shit. (laughs) and he would like threaten them and get in their
1: face did they know that he was doing that
0: I'm not sure. I think. I think. I have to. I'd have to see the clip again. But it was just.
1: Would you let someone do that for you?
0: No, that's if you're that big, that's a huge liability. Oh, right, right, right. You're like, dude, you're gonna, you're gonna cost us a huge lawsuit.
1: Yeah, it's just like aggressive. Yeah. Like, no, you're right. That's interesting. But like, from a standpoint, I guess, I guess it doesn't matter if you could get away with it because you just wouldn't do it for that reason.
0: Um, But dude, I got something funny to tell you. Let's hear it. So. We were hanging out with, uh, two of my friends a couple weekends ago, and I forgot to bring this up, but it was so funny. This, uh, this guy, his name is Brendan. Um, we were me, my buddy that you know, Abba, uh-huh. uh, Brendan, and my girlfriend. We were playing dice. We've been playing a lot of dice. That's fun. Though, Where you dude. bet on it, you that's, know? That's fun. And there's a game. I, I don't know. It's little piggy or something. No, it's not CeeLo. It's, it's called Piggy. We play play it a lot now, but you bet you know what you can bet five bucks a, a round and around or bet ten bucks whatever. Do you
1: think you're in more into gambling lately because life is so boring relative to what it used to be um, like? Or have you always I, been? A I've
0: been I've gambled a lot, not a lot. I can't say a lot, but I've had uh, real moments where I was doing it frequently, and I was very invested and you know reading it's fun. shit. It can be. It's also tragic,
1: right? Right, dude. You just it's can't. The you just,
0: tra- it's the tra. It's tragic.
1: You just can't gamble money that it hurts to lose. Like you waste so much. It's such an dude, emotional going to you bed. Waste on, so much of your juice, dude.
0: Wait, going to bed on a right? Sunday night after a round of football games, knowing that you are starting the week down like a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars. That's how you're going dude. into your Monday. Is it's it's the it's worse Sunday scary fuel than coming home having to have drive home from wherever you were that weekend and hitting horrific traffic on the way back. It's worse. It's definitely it's, it's way worse. worse. Way worse. You, and but by the way, that Sunday traffic coming home from like a beach weekend, it's bad. Knowing you have to go into the office on Monday is it's that bad. was the highest until gambling loss sunday scaries happened yeah yeah in my life
1: definitely and think the thing about it that's crazy it's like what are you going to do with a thousand dollars versus how much of a jackass do you feel like losing a thousand dollars yes it is just not even worth it at all
0: what what gambler ever won a thousand dollars and then said finally the last thousand dollars i needed to put my daughter through college (laughs)
1: exactly
0: there's no noble there's no way to spend gambling money nobody has ever donated their winnings to to fucking charity right it is you just have it until you then lose it it's dirty money dude again uh, gambling dirty money have you ever deposited gambling winnings into your checking account yeah okay fuck me
1: No, I'm sorry. But like, haven't you like, (laughs) I think I have, I think I have, but then inevitably
0: I'm down over time.
1: Right. Right. But what if you like went to the casino for the weekend and you end the weekend up? Like you're not going right back to the casino.
0: That money, that cash, I actually will buy something cool with it. Right. Right. Just like a whole bunch of weed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, but that is, that lasts.
1: Dude, you, you have a really good gambling, gambling rule. And I have a couple gambling insights that I think are valuable too. If you're in a place and there's anything you could be doing that's like as good or like social at any capacity, you should do it instead of gambling. Because if you gamble instead of going to do the fun social thing, if you lose, you just lost multiple ways. You're like, I could have just been having a real fun night and like hanging out with people and having fun. And instead I chose to gamble and I lost and now I'm just alone right? and have no money.
0: Dude, let me let me ask you this: that in in light of what you just said, did you know anybody growing up who was quote unquote playing professional poker?
1: <laughs> yes, in college and now too.
0: Okay, do you know legit professional poker players? Yes, because when I was growing up, <laughs> the tech for some reason the World Series of Poker. Was being broadcast on ESPN and it was compelling television. It was amazing. I don't understand why, but all those names Phil Chris Hellmuth, Moneymaker, dude, uh, Phil Hellmuth, uh, Scotty Wynn. Yeah, Scotty Wynn. Sam Farha. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all these people, uh, they they were like legit stars. They it were was crazy, bro. Characters. Everybody.
1: The like the announcers were
0: phenomenal, dude. The poker chip companies
1: must have been so psyched mean yeah. that. They're like everybody bought a set of chips. Exactly,
0: exactly. So when that show, what was I talking about? I don't know, dude. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When that show came out, yeah, Sorry. when that show came out, right? <laughs> when everyone was watching that show, all oh, right. All of a sudden, everyone wanted to become a professional poker player. That's true. And so then we had kids who would like somehow get a reputation for you know playing in in events or or playing a lot online and making a lot of money and you never really knew if it was true or not right right, and it was almost like it was that was that my era and then shortly thereafter that role became dj
1: oh right he or (laughs) she's a dj
0: tom's actually kind of a a DJ, he's in, yeah. he's doing really well. He's you know headlining at Lavo. And yeah, you're right, like, right, what, right. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, he's on third. Is dude. he like, doing well? He goes on at twelve. We'll pregame yours, and then we'll go for like right when he get when he starts spinning. Yeah.
0: How do you judge whether a <laughs> DJ is really successful? Yeah. Unless you see them, you know, I, I guess it's the festivals or on the charts. Those Another. are real things, right?
1: I feel. I feel like too. Like. I don't actually know this, but like you DJ clubs and you get big and then you start producing and then you become a big DJ.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird because in, in our profession, and I can name a bunch of others, there's a very clear moment where you have become super successful, right? Hopefully. It's like, oh, that person's on TV or that, oh, that right, person, right. you know. Selling out a, an arena. Although
1: that starts to become muddled as you just like every time you hit a milestone, don't you like reassess that milestone, not giving it enough credit?
0: Yeah. You, I like, think you, it's just by the time you get there, you're already looking past it. You're like, oh, it's not as well. That was as pretty. It was. That was poetic. <laughs> by the time that you get there, you're already looking past it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Got a value yeah. hitting check marks.
1: You're right. It's true. You gotta appreciate it, cause then I yeah I don't know you Check hear all points. these you hear all these stories about like people who are so successful like not thinking it's that or like I don't know like being unhappy about it and you're like how could that guy be unhappy? And It's just crazy how like the hu- the mind always conjures up a way to like make something shitty. Mm-hmm. The mind can really just like
0: it can, skew the
1: wrong way. Yeah, not see it for what it poison is. Poison
0: the thought. It's brutal, dude. Oh. <laughs> There, there was, um, I did a summer in finance. Finance? Did I ever tell you about that? No. Was it an summer, internship? Internship.
1: Wow. What was the deal with that?
0: It I was in the Royal Bank of Scotland.
1: Uh, were you over there?
0: Uh, no. Nope. It was here? No, nope. it was in Stamford, Connecticut.
1: That's a stupid question for me. it would be like, oh, you went over there, dude? You're like, no, dude, the well, bank's everywhere. I would think they,
0: maybe, <laughs> that'd be cool. I would have. I would have enjoyed probably going to Scotland to do it.
1: That's sick. So but what, it was in two thousand
0: nine like? or ten. So it was actually I think it was two thousand ten. It, it was basically the year after uh, the fall of the housing market right. and the, how, all the revelations of you know subprime mortgage bonds. And uh, I was working on the mortgage desk. That's crazy. The <laughs> desk that evaluated mortgage.
1: The bonds. frontier.
0: That was the, the <laughs> that team. Point. Yeah. Then and, and they were all just basically like ashamed. The right. vibe that summer was like, Dude. so that they had caused it, Jeez. and how they had been been in complicit. There was a lot of kind of like humility and right. you know, keeping heads down. That that was what I saw, which was weird because later when they made uh too big up Diff- no, the Big Short, did you see that? Yeah. They sh- they the whole end of that movie is about how none of nobody in the banking industry felt any remorse whatsoever. Right. for their part in the, in the fall the housing market so uh that was not what i experienced working there and maybe that's different because they're traders but That's it's like
1: nice to hear still so, though yeah oh, so you were doing a tra- like a trading internship it like,
0: well it was like a we we would provide the information the research to the trading desk got it so you were like about, an analyst or
1: something everything
0: yeah, I Is mean, that, I was just an intern working on that desk.
1: But that's like a trajectory where you are become like an investment banker when you graduate for a few years, right?
0: Uh, maybe or probably more likely a trader. If Got if it. I had gone back to get a full try to get a full time job there, but that's boy, I, I was so I was so bored, dude. It was yeah. It, I can't tell you. I didn't understand what was going on, and I tried, but the the stuff that they were handing me to try to make me understand it was too many pages and it was too confusing and the language didn't make any sense. And I just didn't care. Mm. And it was, I don't know, maybe that's because I'm an, an idiot.
1: Did you get paid? Pretty well. That's great.
0: I got a, a prorated first year oh, analyst salary for the summer. Sick. Yeah. So I was living at my aunt's house in the West village. And they were gone most of the summer, and they have a pretty sick place. Jesus, that's, like, you, that's like
1: Double, you have the sick pad yeah. that you don't pay for. So free I was there for paid staying well. there for
0: free. Oh my god! And uh, and they were so kind and generous to let me do that. I mean, it's such a stunning place.
1: Did you have a girlfriend?
0: Uh, no. That oh summer my I was god, single, dude. That's, yeah.
1: that's a perfect storm. That's like the <laughs> cur- the Hurricane Sandy of youth, dude. <laughs> <laughs> an unprecedented moment in the youth of a, a young Ugh, person's life
0: good lord dude that's sick, no man. comment
1: <laughs> dude, did you ever do an unpaid internship i never did
0: uh i honestly don't know yeah I know. <laughs> does that make sense no, there were internships I mean, uh, like that i didn't even really figure out i was working for a place until all of a sudden you'd been there for like three days <laughs> and you're like, Oh, this is a job. <laughs> well, that's crazy. I, I, I don't know. I think that happened to me when I was much younger. Right. Usually through school stuff.
1: I do. I mean, I've never done an internship where I didn't get paid, but I can imagine that like, once you start making money, you're like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> Why was yeah. I doing that for free? Like, I get that. Like you have to do it. Well, the, there, was the big, there was a big, there uh, was
0: a big reformation on that. I think where, a lot of states maybe started saying that unpaid internships are, are illegal or you've got to really moderate the number. You've got to limit the number of hours that an unpaid intern can work. I think this is definitely true because I, the
1: interns unionize it. It
0: it came out that like a lot of these, you know, campaigns and uh, startups were working unpaid interns with the promise of school credit. Right. Right. Whatever the hell that means. Uh, for working like sixty, seventy-hour weeks, crazy, and that was like not <laughs> deemed to be in the in the best interests of a free market society. Yeah,
1: like whoever came up with that yeah. was like, guys, you want to hear something? A great idea that'll like will benefit off of other people from like type of thing. Yeah. It's like not that. I mean, it's not the same, but it's not that. Like, it's definitely a, a relative of college sports.
0: Yeah, I think people. <laughs> get crushed um and when they get found out to have run a shitty workplace now yeah that's dude, like totally. a that's a one of the most delicious things people ever read about or talk about
1: okay well, dude we have i have an email that i've been thinking about Great. um and i'm excited to read it to you because it's just like fucking weird and do you i don't think know about if, emails a lot no but when okay. i when i do i'm excited to read it that's okay like...
0: i think about angry emails a lot really oh god do you get them a lot well, when you do, it's tough to not think about them. When someone sends you an angry email, it
1: sucks. Yeah, you're right.
0: Or, or if you send an angry email,
1: I'm happy you said that.
0: That's the worst, man. That's, an open-ended that's like, confrontation. Like that's that? worse than a, an angry text. It's ten times worse than an angry text. An angry email is crazy, dude. Yeah, you are really you're so mad it's, you're one step away from walking down to where they are and punching <laughs> them in the face that's the only thing higher than an angry email
1: angry emails are just terrible and he well, sort of texted whether it be via email or typing with your hands angry exchange is just so
0: brutal but don't don't you agree though it's dragged out
1: it's like a cricket match dude
0: yes <laughs> do you agree though that that an, an email an angry email is more severe than an angry text yeah
1: And the other thing that's more severe about it is that typically with an angry text, you'll get a reply right away a lot of the time. With an email, it might take like four or five hours.
0: Oh, God, yes. And
1: then you're like, I'm just going to forget about it. You're like, I'm going to stop looking. I'm just going to forget about it. When I see it, I'll deal with it.
0: And you don't know what's coming, by the way, in that return email. It could be one line. It could be a (sighs) four-paragraph insanity thing, letter.
1: You take those with you.
0: That that eats away, where they just say something about you that you have always thought about yourself for many years, but but nobody had ever had the gall to say to you, and they, they reveal your worst fear about yourself. Right. They crossed the line. Just because you were angry that <laughs> that they were... <laughs> you sent an angry email that a, a tire center was late on changing your tires, <laughs> and then they came back with a four-paragraph personal... The that's fuck. not
1: as bad as when it's up somebody you let you like work with or that you know
0: no i agree worse. i agree but you're I right
1: agree. that can even get that can get dodgy though i right, do but this email is good you ready for this go for it yes okay um i was hanging with my college roommate the other day we are 30 now <laughs> he says that he jerks off in bed while his girlfriend is asleep right next to him <laughs> <laughs> I bounce this is this guy's really funny. This is a really I really like this. <laughs> this is great. Okay, yeah. Uh, he says he uh, okay okay. So he says he jerks off while his girlfriend's asleep right next to him. I bounced this off another friend of mine, and he said he does it too.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> What kind of beds do they have that their (laughs) girlfriends don't wake up?
1: Dude, I know. He goes, their girlfriends are in bed sleeping and they jerk off with their backs to them. The other night, his girlfriend woke up and said, why is the bed shaking? Oh, my God. He said he played it off, but I think that was her way of catching him. He disagrees and thinks I'm the minority here. Have you... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> wait a second. Wait.
1: He's like, she knew you were jerking off. No, like, no, she didn't. So
0: the disagreement here is, is whether or not she knew. I know. And the guy, the, the the guy jerking off is like, no chance. She's what a terribly horrible opinion of your girlfriend.
1: And also, not to mention that, like, we're not talking about how weird that is. We're just like, and also, why are you telling your boy about this? Like, dude, I think my girlfriend caught me jerking off a bed. If my friend told me, I'd be like, You do that, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Why do you do that? I wouldn't be like, She definitely knows. I'd be like, What are you? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Dude? What, Why are you doing that? How much does she know? Go to the bathroom at least. <laughs> like, it's it, what? Yeah, that's,
0: that's strange. I have to say this. Do you know what's weird? If, if you picture that, it's funny right uh-huh. if you picture a woman a girlfriend jerking off well a guy sleeps with his back to her that's sad
1: i was gonna say it's sexy dude <laughs> well different strokes for
0: different folks yeah. <laughs> i think that's that feels sad that evokes evokes like a sad image to me you're right it depends lonely the w- it depends how she's unsatisfied doing satisfied person
1: like if she if you wake up and it appears that she's like doing it about you and then she's like excited to see you awake like that's like if it's inclusive it's hot if it's just her being like trying to get away with it fucking
0: yeah that's what i'm it. thinking that's what i was picturing like a an unhappy viciously just you know embarrassed but sad masturbation yes
1: yeah, so i was gonna say man like if you <laughs> are gonna masturbate in bed like that dude uh i think you should do it when you're fucking wearing your bird dog that's pants. exactly
0: right <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what you need to do. They're
1: certainly comfortable enough to sleep in.
0: They are the most comfortable <laughs> pants for your sad masturbations.
1: They're really good. Yeah.
0: Sad, silent masturbation.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're really good for like stealthily masturbating with the person you love right next to you undetectably. Bingo. <laughs> you know, because you also there's just one item that you're pulling down. The underwear lining is built in. It's also silk, so it doesn't rustle or make noise like a a woven boxer short, for example. Uh,
0: Exactly. I can't tell you how many times (laughs) I went to masturbate in my bed while my girlfriend was asleep. And I was wearing not only my boxers, but my pants on top. And when I went to take the pants off, she was like, what? What are you doing, honey? And I had to put them back on and go back to sleep. Not in my bird dogs. Not your bird dogs. I come every time.
1: That's right, dude. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know there's a way to responsibly include the nunchucks in this narrative.
0: <laughs> Birddogs.com. Promo code, oops! You get your first pair of pants or anything. I think you'll get nunchucks.
1: <laughs> yes, you'll get nunchucks, nunchucks. A free pair.
0: How fun is that?
1: You try not to use them during that situation. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, another very
0: good. Enjoy it. Promo code, oops! Uh, birddogs.com Get yourself some pants. I'm wearing them right now. I do. I really do love these pants. Love it, dude. They're great. Yeah.
1: Dude, you want to hear something crazy? Yeah, so, I do. All right. So both my grandparents, uh, my, both my grandfathers fought in World War II wow. for Italy. Wow. Um, and they were both prisoners of war.
0: POWs.
1: Yeah. Um, and my dad was telling me what my grandfather thought about Mussolini. Mussolini? And it was like pretty funny. Like he goes, funny. Mussolini was talking about the new Roman Empire. But sending them out with like World War One guns, mm. and he's like, "This guy's full of shit, dude." <laughs> full <laughs> right? of shit. Is that yeah. crazy? That like, crazy. Grandparents fighting in World War Two is crazy, dude.
0: My grandfather fought in the Pacific. No way. Yeah, that's so sick. My mom's dad. That's insane. Uh, was in the Pacific. Dude, he that's was crazy. Some he was a I don't know flag lieutenant. I think that means he carried the flag with the, with, at the front. Oh, that's cool. But I, I don't know exactly if that's what it means. That, that doesn't necessarily sound right, to be honest with you. <laughs> Somebody correct Dude, that's me. One
1: of those stories is going to come out where it's like Francis said his grandfather fought in World War II. I'm just
0: not sure if we <laughs> had guys in World War II who were you know, walking at the front with the flag like it was the Civil War. The Civil right, War right, had right, right. guys who only had flags right. in their hands, which, yeah. boy, that's a bummer. That's like the cocks. To be given. I, I'm sorry. I, I know being, I don't mean to be unpatriotic, but if you were a fighting in the Civil War and they took a musket out of your hands and handed you a flag to walk in the front <laughs> in a gunfight, yeah. you would not have been thrilled. Or at least a part of you (laughs) is like, oh boy, I just totally demoted my weapon.
1: That is crazy. Well, dude, um, my dad, I forgot to tell you this the last episode, but bro, my dad uh, started like doing pie planning again. Like my mom made a pie and he was, he was considering how to like make the pie travel, travel properly (laughs) to make sure that he could have the biggest output. Like he wanted to get as much of that as possible. He was like, Trying to, he's like, all right. He was telling my mom, he's like, why don't you pretend that you forgot to bring the pie? And my mom was like, I <laughs> was like, are you kidding? And he's like, all right, whatever. Then he like, but he realized he had taken it too far. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is crazy. And dude, I brought up two cheesecakes too. This is a pastry shop in Brooklyn that we've been going to since I was like a little kid. I copped some like fire cheesecakes. Like there's plenty of dessert to go around. Like mm-hmm. I think he realized. And my mom also made the cherry pie bigger. So it's good that we were able to get past that.
0: Well, everyone's on, on hooks, hooks and ladders or pins and needles. <laughs> I know. Whatever it is. Uh, High stakes pie. Did he get his fair helping of his pie? The pie Was, made it
1: far. And dude, is this normal? My, my family like eats pie for breakfast.
0: I love eating pie for breakfast. <laughs> How does I it sound don't so do it often because it's not that far off from any of that shit you'd buy at a bakery
1: pie is really versatile and sophisticated a pie
0: pie isn't people can just it's it's like you eat a chocolate croissant from a a bakery right that's that's a dessert that's not breakfast
1: dude a bowl of cinnamon
0: toast crunch is fucking dessert that's not breakfast oh my god dude it's incredible it's so good but it's dessert
1: Right? That's what it is. It's
0: It's (laughs) fucking dessert. It's dessert. You would sprinkle, if they have it as a topping at 16 handles, it's fucking dessert. (laughs) 16 (laughs) handles doesn't have eggs (laughs) and spinach on tap. In the pit. Yeah. In the pit. There's no wheat toast flavored fro yo. Right. So. That's that's really true, dude. It's
1: dessert. Dude, eating. I've discovered eating cereal with oat milk recently. Do you ever do that?
0: It's, it's great. It's great. I mean, I don't, I, I've only been drinking oat milk now for like five years. Are you serious? A hundred percent.
1: Five years? But do At you, least. But do you use it for stuff like cereal and stuff? I use it use forever. It I make my bar? overnight
0: oats with it. I. It's the, what we drink with our coffee. Dude, uh, listen. I five know. I sound That's a very like ahead of the curve. A, I, I know I sound like a total. Well, I, I could never drink dairy. I haven't had dairy since I was. I haven't had dairy milk since I was like two years old. I was very allergic to it. Really? Not just like lactose intolerant, but like allergic to it. Wow. This is a
1: crazy thing to learn this late in the game, dude. Yeah. So I didn't, I was on soy milk
0: and and I would have to go in to get, you know, these crazy like shots, I think, or tested for all sorts of other severe allergies. They had the, the, it looked like a brush. Yeah. Like a, a brush that you'd, brush a horse with but it was filled with little needles yeah and they would press it into your arm and i was a kid crazy. i was a little kid and they had to i had to do that in new york city
1: that's crazy and dude. it was
0: a fucking nightmare dude that's sucks but it turned out i was just dairy so then uh, I, I stayed off dairy my whole life basically and then i started reintroducing like ice cream because they said that i'd probably grown out of it but milk still <sighs> Milk's tough, doesn't milk. work for me i don't i don't touch it. Dude,
1: even for me, with like my maturing stomach, bro, like just the way that like I become more sensitive to everything. Yeah, has that started to happen to you or no?
0: I, I definitely have, but for me, it's an energy level thing.
1: Right, right, right. No, totally. I do. I get do that. If totally. I eat
0: candy, I need to go lie down. No, totally. I after I've, an hour.
1: Well, anytime where I've been in a in a groove where I'm eating healthy for an extended period of time, like the the difference in ability to focus and energy it's like it's to the point where you're like why did i ever consider not eating this healthy right it's so superior to not but then you know you just get in your fucking bad habits and like whatever dude yeah But yeah but gotta i get hear back you into it. gotta get back into it
0: does the family you live with do you guys have family dinners together ever
1: <sighs> yeah but not like during not not unless it's an occasion or like during the summer or then we'll have like family meals, but otherwise everybody kind of just like fends for themselves on like a given weeknight usually.
0: And that's in the, so, so people don't sit down for a big family gathering. Meal. Not regularly. Yeah. yeah. It's tough when I think, when kids are older, but. Dude, you want to
1: hear something funny? I got an email from uh, my like calorie counting app that I haven't used in years. Like, you know, my fitness pal. I just like have that yeah. app on my phone. And I got an email being like, uh, you know, you should update your password, like, like make your account more secure. Mm. And I'm like, do I, why do I need to make my calorie account more secure? (laughs) Like, who's going to like hack my calorie account, dude?
0: That's how they get, that's how they get in, dude. And be like, oh, some
1: more like 8,000 calories today.
0: Dude, but that's, (laughs) but that, this is exactly it though. Think about it, right? Think about all the crazy hacking stories that have made headlines over the last, 10 years this is going to be a totally i don't know it seems this way to me but whenever they trace the hack it's always back to some really goofy dumb thing like they don't hack in you know uh apple's mainframe was hacked and that's how they got your information or your bank's mainframe was hacked My, my bank accounts credit cards it's never that for me. Really? Oh. It's always like you know or or in yeah, I guess in my experience it's usually like do you remember the I love you virus? No. There was a series of emails that went around that ended with or, or I think the subject line was I love you. And then it was an email that was posing as someone that knew the person they were sending it to and there was a click this link in it and then they all these people clicked the link and it downloaded malware oh uh, yeah you know totally got their information i don't know exactly and it's like well people should have known not to click, click it right the right.
1: link it's people still fall for that exactly mind
0: and so that's why pe- you know people are just dumb
1: <laughs> dude fucking crazy guys if you're thinking about starting a podcast fill in the blanks here if i were so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm. Download it now. Uh, dude, we have another great email. And uh, hit me.
0: Love a good email.
1: I think you This is odd, but I think you'll find it at least interesting. Great. My cousin, who was about 21, was hit by a car and killed tragically. Oh, I know. Terrible. Um, his oh. family lived in Kentucky, and since his parents were falling apart over the whole thing, my mother packed up me and my siblings. And we drove to Kentucky to help them plan the funeral. When we got there, my aunt explained to my mom that, per my cousin's wishes, they were going to dig a pit in a field, put his body in the pit, build a fire on it, then burn his body while they had a barbecue around it and told <laughs> stories about him. Oh my
0: God. That's awesome. <laughs> that, is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. That's crazy,
1: right? Whoa, bro. Wow. Whoa.
0: very good
1: upon hearing this my mom immediately shut it down and explained that they could in fact not do that because not only is it gross to eat food around a burning body it's illegal (laughs) to just do it in a random field (laughs) my mom took control and ultimately (laughs) planned the funeral bought the gravestone and plot took care of the whole thing but here's my question for you guys is that wrong Should my mom have let them burn my cousin's body? This
0: is an incredible email. (laughs) An incredible email.
1: After all, that's what he had said multiple times when he was alive, that this is how he wanted his funeral to go. To me, I think my mom did the right thing. But this is still a point of contention between her and my aunt. It's a good email, dude. Wow. That's crazy.
0: Wow, that is a spectacular human conundrum there's
1: a really good there like, quandary. that's a
0: very that's a very thought-provoking uh question and dude. i appreciate the email totally what are you want to dive in sure tell dude. me what you think
1: i i think i don't know i don't know like to some degree it's like is it overstepping to be like you can't do this with your family but she did bring up some valid very valid points as to why maybe there's a way that you could adapt i feel like the move there was to meet in the middle Adapt that concept in a legal fashion.
0: That's a good point. If it's possible. I, think, I think that's a fair point. You, you, that's, you, so what if you said, suggesting something like we're going to cremate his body the right way as right. is allowed that by is his the body. will maybe and also, you know, also by the state so that it doesn't create like health hazards or whatever. Right. Uh, we are, we'll do that and then we'll take his ashes in a, an urn and we will have a barbecue and a field around that. Absolutely. That that might have been a decent way to appease both sides. I don't know. I don't mean, who knows? Dude, but, to, but that's like,
1: I know you don't watch Chef's Table, but there's an episode of Chef's Table where they do this Mayan tradition where they slow cook meat under the ground for like, it's cochinita pibil. Mm,
0: that's making me hungry. <laughs> I
1: know, but anyway, it just reminds me of that, dude. It's like some like dope ceremony. I mean, you're obviously not eating the body afterward, but I'm saying like, It's going in the ground. You have a party around it. You have a fire. You make s'mores on a separate flame that has nothing to do with his body. Wow. And then you tell stories about it. That sounds wonderful. But I I do think there's a way to have met in the middle there, maybe.
0: Mm. I guess that's right. So the other thought I had was if the dad really had wanted it so badly, did did they say that he died unexpectedly? He got
1: hit by a car or something.
0: Oh, that's very sad. Yeah. So there's no reason for him to have stipulated in his will i wonder if if you did write something like that in your will is there a legal way to ensure that that happens? without a will no even with a will
1: oh i think that like somebody ex- executes your estate for you and makes sure that
0: okay so what what, do you, what does that mean i mean you know are, like if, if, you, if, could if you, could you have you a go will dig, dig a pit in a yard somewhere and
1: if you have a will and you die then the your person like shows up when you're dead and like deals with that for you
0: no i know but even if that's what you wanted it might be at odds with what's allowed in that state legally
1: oh yeah no totally that's interesting and you think that your estate planner would be like you can't really do this or at least advise
0: you i'm I'm guessing it would i don't even know if you could call it a legal will right uh, if you right. Had if he just said blatant it. violation of the law, and yeah, like right, that, right, right, dude, totally, it right. might make the whole thing null.
1: That's a good point. He's like, "Don't tell me about that." Yeah, as your attorney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine if you
0: stipulated in your will that when I die, I want to be, you know, taken to the top of the Empire State Building and <laughs> having my body <laughs> thrown off <laughs> so that I can my soul can fly <laughs>
1: that's fucked up that you didn't throw francis's body and, off the and building, it's like dude. well like no uh
0: we can't put that friend. in your will because <laughs> right. if your dead body lands on somebody down below <laughs> that's gonna cause a problem in new york <laughs> dude
1: i can't do this this isn't will to put his body in his ex-girlfriend's bed <laughs> we can't
0: do that dude <laughs> oh no he died well who's carrying him <laughs> a lot of flights of stairs you well, gotta...
1: dude i'd be very interested to hear from everybody um about like any creative memorial ceremonies you've ever been a sure. part of or cool mm-hmm. funerals or things that are like and i would i think i would prefer to hear about ones that are like positive and like a good a good take on it yeah like that's a that's always like a thing that makes me feel good mm. it's like oh there's a way that you can like memorialize somebody without it having to just be exclusively bleak mm-hmm.
0: you know? mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point that's great <laughs>
1: well-, <laughs> well hold on let me just
0: see if i have one more thought but i don't think i do by the way did i finish that story about that kid brendan who came over
1: the one that you told at the beginning was that the beginning Dude, that's so that's such a funny way to like cap off the high episode you started a story 45 <laughs> minutes ago and you're like it hey, just came I? back to me no
0: tell us though i don't know why i didn't finish that <laughs> that's great um okay so they're here and this kid is explaining why you know he was in a relationship <laughs> with this girl they lived together and they got a cat <laughs> and he loved the cat that's great and they broke up and she took the cat and uh, I was like why and he was like well you know I didn't want to start out single being the dude with a cat (laughs) dude when he said (laughs) that That is, you imagine, that is exactly how every woman would describe him <laughs> on who go meets that dude on hinge he's, he's the his dude cats that, on his shoulder he's like cat. looking up
1: at it in the corner of his eye <laughs> yeah.
0: and he goes it's just not a good look for a newly single guy being the cat dude dude
1: even if you call it out if you're like cat dad i know even if you call it out it's not it doesn't get you out of the woods
0: <laughs> oh. on that one do people say cat dad is that a thing
1: <laughs> No, know but if they do they Goodness. should stop but listen, I love cats, but dude, that paints such a perfect picture of what that is. Yeah. That's We definitely agree here on Oops that it's not good to be the cat guy fresh
0: out of a relationship yeah. on the scene. That's right.
1: But it's so sweet that he's loved that cat, dude.
0: I know. And now my heart breaks for him. But. Bless his heart. Yeah. Uh, that's our episode. Yeah.
1: Oops! The podcast, guys. That's it. Uh, you know, let's do this. Let's have a big January. This is like hopefully the home stretch, and uh, we we got through this far. Let's keep pushing, and we'll we'll be out of the out of this someday soon. Hopefully,
0: sweet sweet message. Julia. You like that? <laughs> Very broad. <laughs>
1: I thought it was nice. Dude.
0: It was. It was. It was. I'm just being an asshole.
1: <laughs> Oops! The podcast. We love you. Hit us up at Oops! The podcast. Oops! The podcast at gmail.com. That's it.